Glory be to God. Hallelujah. That is important that we know that Jesus is here with us. Amen. Amen. Because uh, if Jesus is not here, we can go home. Amen. But because Jesus is here, he wants to have a conversation with you and me. Amen. Amen. So I invite you to have an account with Jesus this morning. Amen. <laughs> so I will bring you to attention to the word of God that Jesus wants to have a personal account with you. Or personal, a little talking with you. Or personal, um, maybe relationship together. So he can tell you everything about the heaven. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to bring you to attention. On Nicodemo. Everybody knows Nicodemo in chapter 3 of the Gospel of John. Nicodemo was a very higher personal man. He was a leader of the Saturnum. The place that was in the council where there has a 23 Judge, a 70 member of the council. He was a member of the higher council in every seat of Israel. Nicodemo, you wanted to meet Jesus in person. Amen. The reason why Nicodemo wants to meet Jesus in person, not because he want to accuse Jesus or want to put him on the trouble or want to do something to report to him, but he come to see Jesus in a private night in a special place. He wanted to know Jesus personal. Amen. That's why Nicodemo come to see Jesus. And that's why I'm going to scream into you today because you need to meet Jesus. Amen. So Nicodemus was a very high educated man. The Bible is telling us that he was the teacher. He was the teacher of the law of Moses. Amen. He knew every teacher. He knew every word from the word that Moses is writing there. He knew. He was the teacher. And Jesus said to him, Nicodemus, you are the teacher of the Lord and you don't know this thing. And Nicodemus looking to Jesus said, how this thing can be happening? How this thing can be happening? I'm going to tell you this morning that Nicodemus on that moment was talking to Jesus only to to the knowledge of religion teacher. Amen. Let me tell you something. Every religion teacher will tell you that every church will bring you to heaven. Or every road that will take you to Rome. I'm going to tell you that's the devil lie. Amen. Because not every road that will take you to, to Rome. That happened to me many years ago. I was hit into the, in the country. And I took a road that dies when it happened and we have no GPS or anything. I took a road that was convinced that this road will take me to the town. After two hours of drive, this road has come to the end. There was no further you can go. I needed to drive back two hours. Not every road will take you to Sydney. Amen. <laughs> Believe me. Not every road will take you to Sydney. Some road has 
dead ends. Did you hear that? <laughs> All right. So, I want you to know that the only one who takes you to heaven is Jesus. Amen. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one will come to my Father except through me. Amen. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one will take you to heaven except through me. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, you needed to be born again. Nicodemus was in a stage he could not answer that question. How an old man can go back into his mother's womb and born again? And Jesus said, well, Nicodemus, you don't come for the heaven. You don't know this. Only the son of man who come from the heaven. In other words, the son of God, he can tell you that you come. From the heaven, he can tell you the truth of the heaven. Amen. So if you have your Bible, you can turn in John chapter 3. There was a man on the Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of Judas. This man come to Jesus by night and say to him, Rabbi, we know that you are teacher, come from God, for no one can do this side unless is God is with him. And Jesus answered and said to him, Most sure I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot enter to the king of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can man be born again? When he is old, can he enter the second time into the mother womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Most of you are saying to you, unless one is born with water and spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What is come, what is born from the flesh is a flesh, and which is born by the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel because I tell you this. You must be born again. Then the wind will blow wherever you wish, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell it where it goes, from the way it's coming. So, everyone who born of spirit, and Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can this thing be? And Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and you don't know this? Let me finish here. Father, we pray that everyone that here this morning, they have an encounter with you, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you touch the heart. You touch the scent of the life. And you have a conversation with everyone in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory, glory to God. Did you see Jesus answer and tell the truth? No one can enter on the kingdom of God unless you're born again. 
So Jesus was specific. You needed to be born by water and spirit. But let me tell you something. What is water and spirit is all about? Water, it is uh, that you die on your sin and you live again. Then you never die. Amen. Because Jesus said, whoever believe in me, they will never die. They have eternal life. Amen. So then they said, you, you need to born on the spirit. What's a spirit? Spirit is a life. Amen. So your body is gone to the ground and become a dust, but your spirit uh, living with Jesus forever. Amen. So we had a clear message this morning that we needed to hear and to have a conversation with Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you agree with me? Yes. This side is a little bit agree. This side is a bit confusing. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that means the Holy Spirit I needed to scream him more this side. <laughs> because of this side, they're, they're not convinced. They're not convinced that the Spirit is living forever. Amen. Yes. Oh, well. The spirit is living forever. We must be born again. Amen. And I hope that everyone who is here this morning is born again. Amen. Because if you don't, you need to come and see me in my private room. Amen. Like Nicodemus went to see Jesus in a private place. Amen. The reason that Nicodemus went to see Jesus in a private place is because he don't want anybody to see him, not the Jewish people, not the Israel, not the members of the triad. He wanted to see Jesus because he wanted to hear Jesus what to say. Amen. So if you're not born again or you're not sure, please come and see me. It's not going cost you anything. <laughs> this is true. That is true. You needed to come and we talk it together because we invited Jesus there and Jesus is talking to you. Amen. When the Nicodemus encounter with Jesus in a secret place, the reason why <clears throat> the Nicodemus encounter with Jesus in a secret place because he wanted to know Jesus. Amen. How many want to know Jesus this morning? There are some, it's not sure. <laughs> How many want to know Jesus this morning? Well, that's a bit better, but this side is all the way better. I don't know why. <laughs> Nicodemo, they wanted to know Jesus. Why he want to know Jesus? Because he wants to make sure that Jesus got the answer. He wanted to know sure that what Jesus is doing, nobody else will do it. And they said, Master, teacher, Rabbi, you, what you're doing, it is impossible if it's not from God to do it. So Nicodemo, he was a higher man, higher educated, he was a member of the higher court, but he wanted to know that Jesus is the only one that can do it, and nobody else can do it. Did you want to know what Jesus will do into your life today? 
You needed to meet in Jesus personal life. He wanted to know Jesus in a private place. You know? Jesus he can be with you anywhere you are. Amen. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say to you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born by water and spirit. You need to baptize in deep water. Amen. When I was a little boy, they baptized me with a few drops of water. They sprinkled all around on me. And when I grown up, I was looking that the body they cannot bury with just a few shovel of a drain. You need it to dig a big hole. Amen. And so that's what Jesus was explaining to me that the baptismal, you die on this wall and you rise immediately to new life. Amen. The baptismal, not even wash your sin. They only give you the permission to tell the world that you love Jesus for the rest of your life. Amen. That's why Jesus said to Nicodemus, you needed to be born by water and spirit. Amen. Because after you get baptized in deep water, you give your life completely to serving God for the rest of your life. Then your spirit leave you with God's presence for the rest of your life. Because when you die, you go straight to him. And Jesus revealed the true, the true lights. And the lies of the world. So when Jesus talked to Nicodemus, he revealing to him the lights, the lights of the world. And the lights that we all needed to have it today. Amen. We needed to endorse the lights of the gospel. Amen. You know, we know last Sunday I offended somebody. Because I said, they come to church maybe once every blue moon. And uh, I use a word that you're not supposed to use. But please forgive me because it's not my word. It's Jesus who is talking to me. Amen. So the Holy Spirit. And the, the lady was offended because I said they are the marine Christian. They just pop up sometime. I don't talk to you, please. I'm talking to, you know, to, to someone. Anyway. So she was offended for me. Amen. I, I wish you can offend it to me, but not offended from Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus wants you to be Christian every day. Amen. Not just once a month or once every three months. You know, you just go to church whenever you feel like. Amen. Whenever you have nothing to do. Because that's what the devil wants. You know, you don't need to go to church. Or radio Rima speaking through the radio, we can listen to the Amen. And that's the good things. Jesus revealing to him the true lights and the lights of the world and the lights that you and I we needed to receive it today. Amen. We needed to receive it today. Whatever represented you know God in our life, we needed to be the lights of the world. Jesus said. The lights, they don't put on the, under the bucket, but they put on the opening place. Amen. 
Jesus was speaking the lamp. They put it on the street. They put it on the room. They put it around where they can, people can see on the, light, on the night. So we are the lights of the world. Amen. You and I, we represent the Christ. Amen. You and I, we have uh, the citizen of the heaven. Amen. So we need to represent Jesus wherever we go. Amen. Don't be shy to say, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian boy. I'm a Christian man. Amen. Don't be shy. Because Jesus will be with you. When I meet somebody, they're higher position than me, they're higher educated for me. I say, Holy Spirit, can you speak with me? And so he talked on my behalf. Amen. Amen. And he can speak the truth, and the truth will make him free. Jesus said, You are <clears throat> the teacher of Israel, and Jesus, and you don't understand. Nicotine, you don't understand. Nicodemo could not see because he was still focused on the law of Moses. How can this thing be happening? Nicodemo asked, how can this thing be happening? Let me tell you, every teacher of the religion will tell you, God is only one. Amen. And every church believe in that God. But that is not true. Not every church, not every pastor, not every priest, not every preacher, not every missionary, they have the relationship to teach you the heavenly place. Amen. Only the gospel of Jesus. And if anybody else preach you another gospel, it's not from God. The Apostle Paul said to Romans, if an angel from the heaven will come and preach you another gospel, please do not believe it because it's not from God. Amen. Not from God. And you, you see a lot of them. I don't want to mention any denomination or any name, but you see a lot of them. They remove so many things from the Bible. They redo the Bible to see them. They change the thing to make you believe that only one God and everyone gone to the heaven. But Jesus said the only who born again will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. <clears throat> Every religion will tell you something different. But Jesus pointing to the right direction. Amen. Jesus pointed to the right direction. He said, you must be born again. Whatever born by flesh is a flesh. But whatever born by the spirit is a life. And Jesus is the savior of the law of our life. Amen. And he is the one that invites us to believe in him. If you believe. You are belong. To the heritage of the king of heaven. Amen. If we believe. We belong to him. If we don't believe. We are not part of the king of God. It is a clear vision. Amen. It is a clear vision. Amen. 
Wow, this side, they say amen, that side, they're nothing. Lord, can you help me to teach this side? Those who believe in faith today will be granted the privilege to enter to the glory of transformation of the body tomorrow, the eternal life. Amen. Well, it's a little bit better. In 1 Corinth 15:8, Paul has an encounter with Jesus. Paul has an encounter with Jesus. Who are you, Lord? Jesus replied, I am Jesus, the one who persecuted me. Who are you, Lord? This is what, that's what the Apostle Paul said. In that name, it was not Paul, it was the name of Saul. He said, who are you, Lord? He couldn't see anymore because his eyes will come blind. You cannot see Jesus when you live in sin. You need to live in his presence to see the glory of the Lord. Did you hear me, Lord? You need to hear Jesus. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, he said. Who you persecuted me? You know, Paul was not really persecuted Christian. Jesus, he was a persecuted Christian. Amen. He was a killed Christian who testified they are Christian. He was killed them. Lord, what are they doing? Go into the city. There's somebody waiting for you. He'll tell you what they're doing. Paul has an encounter with Jesus. And when he has an encounter with Jesus, he changed for the rest of the life. And they changed the world. He write the most important thing on the book of life. If you have encounter with Jesus, you can transform the world. You can transform your family. You can make it a better place for you to live. Encounter with Jesus. It make it a better place. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, who you persecuted me. He replied, Now, what I got to do? Go into the city, and there is somebody waiting for you. This is what happened when you have encounter with Jesus. You develop the power of the darkness to come the lights. You develop the power of the lights to come into your life. And when the power of the lights come to your life, everyone on you will be illuminated with the lights. Amen. I think you changed already the time because I wasn't going to preach double this morning. But anyway, I'm still in. I still have a plenty of time. Encounter with Jesus, the heaven will be opening to you. Can I hear amen? Encounter with Jesus, the heaven will be opening for you. If the heaven is opening for you, you leave it on the heavenly place. Amen. If the heaven is opening to your home, you leave it on the heavenly place. For you, if you leave it without Jesus, the darkness is living in your life and everybody, you, that have a mess in your life. 
But if the lights of the Lord, if the presence of Jesus, if the heaven is in your life, the whole thing around you will illuminate it with Jesus' presence. Did you hear me? You hear me? Amen. Encounter with Jesus. Delivery, healing will come to you. If you have encounter with Jesus, the healing, the sickness will leave you because you have encounter with Jesus. And you can say the cancer to live your life. You can say to the sin to live your life. You can say to the temptation to stay behind you. You can say to the devil, behind me, Satan, because I live with the presence of the heaven. Yeah. <clears throat> Healy anoint will come to you. Jehovah Rapha will come to you. Hello? Did you hear me this morning? Yes. Because I want to scream any higher than this. Because Jeseva, listening to my wife, if he's screaming too much, put the, f- the microphone in there. <laughs> you know, Jeseva, I teach you to drive the car, so if you do that, you got to listen to your pastor. <laughs> you said that you hear me. Amen. The woman was sick for 12 years. In Mark 5:34, she has encounter with Jesus. When she has encounter with Jesus, she was completely healed. And Jesus said to her, Oh, daughter, your faith make you well. You know, in that days, this lady was completely sick for 12 years. The Bible is telling us, if you look into that particular scripture, that she spent every sense she had to visit different doctors and specialists, but no one that can do anything. If any sickness in your life, if it can in your life, and the specialist said you have three months to live, you can say, I'll have a Jesus who take care of my sickness. She went to touch Jesus because she believed that if she has an encounter with Jesus, she will be healed. And Jesus stopped and said, who touched me? And she said, Lord, I touch you. Oh, daughter. Jesus said, Jesus never asked what kind of sickness you have in your life. He never said, that. oh, you know, you never have anointed with anything. He said, oh, my daughter. Your faith make you well. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we make a long procedure, we pray, we're anointed, we do all of these things. But Jesus said, Your faith make you well. So if you have any problem in your life, invite Jesus to take care because He's the only one to do it. Nobody else can do it. Encounter with Jesus, change the life forever for this lady. He said, Oh, daughter, 
Your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be free forever. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Let me drink a little bit more water. Because if I drink, I make sure that everybody here. <clears throat> Jairus has encounter with Jesus. The story in Luke eight fifteen, the his daughter was died. And so he ran, you know who was this man? He was the leader of the synagogue. Amen. There was the leader of the place where people was going to pray. There was the leader where people were going to worship God. He was the one who knew God, but he knew that Jesus was there and that you want to have an encounter with Jesus. He ran into Jesus and said, Jesus, my daughter died. And Jesus replied to him, believe me and your daughter will leave me. And we saw that the encounter with Jesus changed his life and the life of his daughter. When everybody else said, don't bother the master. Is your daughter already died? And Jesus said, Believe. And whatever believe, whatever believe, everything is possible. We're talking about the life and death. If Jesus will live in your life, you can speak the words, and the word will penetrate into the bones. You know what I said last week? That the word of God will is double shot. They can cut in both sides and they can go in deeper and heal the bones and the marrow of the bones. Amen. You change. That side is amen. This side is nothing. <laughs> Holy Spirit, I left the screaming both sides. Jesus said to you, don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be well. Amen. Amen. And she will be well. Glory be to God. If anyone is not well, I want you to have a conversation with Jesus this morning. Conversation with Jesus. The centurion man in Matthew 8, verse 8, encounter with Jesus. He encountered with Jesus. And the centurion man said, Lord, he said, Lord, my servant is die. He said, Lord, speak your word, and my servant will believe him. You know this story very well because I preached it to you last week. And they said, you words, they can go out and teach it and speak it and heal it and cut it and make it in your life. And Jesus looked at this man and said, I never see any faith in the entire country like this man. The value of this man that he believe in Jesus and not only believe in trust this word. He trusts this word. 
You know what we're talking about here? We're talking about the centurion. He was the leader of the Romans power, who was in charge of the whole, the higher court of the whole Jerusalem in that time. He come before Jesus and said, Lord, you have a power more than my power. You speak the word and the things that happen in life. Amen. If you pronounce God's word into your life, the devil will be run away from you because he's not standing next to you. When you mention Jesus, he trembled before you. Encounter with Jesus. In John 4, 7, encounter with Jesus. Samaritan woman has an encounter with Jesus. The Samaritan woman that was on the well to pick up the water. And unfortunately, Jesus was coming to the well. And she asking, can I have some water? And she looking at him, first of all, you're listening to what the Jesus was doing here. Jesus wanted to know if she really knows Jesus. And uh, Jesus asking for water. And she looking to Jesus first and said, why did you talk to me? I'm a Samaritan woman. Jewish people don't talk to me. You know the story that Jesus was interested in religion thing. Remember what I said? No, he, he no interest in religion or teaching. Interest of the word that come from the heaven. So Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, he said, give me some water. And she looking at him, but you have no bucket. How can you pick up the water? The water is deep. And I can't give you any water. And Jesus replied, using that element to talk to her. If you know who you're speaking to you, you will give me the water. Because the water I'll give to the people is a living water. They will never run and dry. And the water I give is a life that will never dry. And, and she liked that. She said, oh Lord, give me that water. So I'm not left to come back to the well. And Jesus said, go and call your husband. Listen very careful. Go and call your husband. Now Jesus knew before she opened him out. Amen. And she said, I have no husband. You know, she don't want to get embarrassed in that moment today. So this is a Jewish man. We are Samaritan. So in Samaritan tradition, no one will live in the fetter relationship. She don't want to do that. She don't want to tell him that thing, anything. Because uh, let me tell you something. You cannot lie to Jesus. Because uh, Jesus knows everything in your life. You cannot say lie to him. So Jesus knew before they asked her that she was living in the fat relationship. And that Jesus was interested in that. Jesus was interested on the truth. That she can come to know the truth. Hello? I have no husband. And Jesus said, yeah, you told me the truth. But the man that you live at the moment is not your husband. But you have a five husband. She must be was a nice lady. Five husband, amen. She must be looking really nice, amen. The man was crazy for her. She had five husband plus another one. Amen.
Jesus was interested in that. Jesus wanted to hear the truth. Amen. And Jesus said, yes, you tell him the truth. You have enough husband at the moment. You leave it with another man. But that's not a problem. You come to me, I'll fix the problem. Amen. Amen. When she hear that, because nobody knew that she was leaving the factory relationship. Nobody knew. And you cannot lie unto Jesus because Jesus knows a second what you're doing. Amen. I can lie to my wife, I can lie to my daughter, but I can't lie to Jesus. And I will never intend it to say, Lord, you correct me if I say something wrong. And the he can say, don't do that. Amen. <clears throat> because Jesus knows everything. So, asking again, Lord, give me this water. And Jesus said, well, if I give you the water, you needed to bring the men that you leave with him. Now she's tried, she tried, if you read the story, she tried to devote that. He said, Lord, you people who said that we wanted to worship God only into Jerusalem, but their father teaching us to worship God here on the mount. And Jesus said, the true worship, they don't worship in Jerusalem on the mount. The true worship, worship the Father in spirit and life. Amen. You can worship God wherever you are. That's what Jesus was all about. He, Jesus wanted to tell her that she needed to know so the worship place is to worship. And she said, oh, no, Lord. You know, they said, we expect the the Messiah to come. You know the story. You know the story very well. Oh, we expect the Messiah to come. And when he comes, he's telling us exactly where we're going to worship. And Jesus said, I am the one who told you. The first time that Jesus spoke, he said, I am the Messiah. Did you meet the Messiah today? It is in your heart. He knows your life. Don't embarrass because Jesus knows. Jesus knows. She said, but I want to hear that again. I want to the water that will never run dry. She went to the city and she telling everybody, I meet the Messiah. Amen. She went to the city. A crap is in the fat relationship, man. He said to him, you've got to come with me. He went to everybody. I meet the Messiah. He knows everything that's gone on in my life. And everybody come and walk Jesus into the city. Can you walk in Jesus into your life today? Can you do that for me? You walk in Jesus into your life today? You want to have a relationship with him? You want to encounter with him? Can you put your hands up? Well, only a few. So my message is not big enough today. I'm not strong enough. Amen. Glory be to God. I will ask you if you want to have that relationship with the Lord Jesus. You know, the Messiah to live it into your heart. In John 4, 11 and 12, they tell you the old story. Jesus asked her to go and to bring the people because he wanted everyone to drink the water that will never run dry.